Hi, I'm Olivia Hack, a voice actor from shows like Avatar The Last Airbender, Star Wars Clone Wars, and Hey Arnold, and I can't wait to appear at Kettering Geek Con February 10th and 11th. See you there. Hey, this is Andy McAfee, and I'm so excited to announce that I will be attending Cambridge Geek Con April 14th and 15th. I have been creating characters for TV, movies, and video games pretty much my whole life, but just a couple you may recognize me from. I am Sarah the Triceratops from the Land Before Time franchise and Phoebe Heyerdahl from Nickelodeon's Hey Arnold. I am so thrilled. It is my very first con in the UK. Can't wait to meet fans from across the pond. So I hope to see you there. You can check out the list of things that I've been in on my social media or on IMDb. And see you in April. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. Patricia, I just, uh, that was something. Yeah, I'll say, what is this exactly? Um, this is, uh, when I've got it up on the screen, I'll to, uh, sorry if I don't pronounce this correctly to all our fans in India, if there are any, uh, Pasvadi Pranam. And so, uh, this looks like one of those really awful music videos from, like, uh, way back in the day when, uh, they didn't really know what they were doing. So, uh, I think our parents probably, mind you, my, some, some family member and some, some, my father's side of the family probably watched this at some point. Anyway, Patricia, how are you doing? I'm bewildered. <laughs> I'm doing good, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, uh, I think we'll put this, give this a rest. You are listening to the Aaron Messer Show. It is the uh, 4th of uh, November, sorry, 4th of February, uh, 2018. Thank you very much yes, for listening Yes, we're in to November right now. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, and uh, happy Hanukkah. So, uh, <laughs> um, so if you want to check us out, it's facebook.com forward slash Aaron Metta Show, at Aaron Metta Show at Twitter. Uh, Tumblr is uh, aaronmetta.tumblr.com and we're also on youtube.com forward slash Aaron Metta Show, streaming live, uh, pretty much. But uh, I've got to be honest with you, I mean, um, YouTube... Is sort of trying my patience at the moment. I mean, the only reason I'm kind of on here is because, you know, you guys want me on here. And so, I mean, if uh, you guys think I should be on another platform or whatever and uh, you'd rather prefer to see me on there, then then great, you know. But uh, right now, you know, you guys, I'm here because you want me to be here. But, uh, you know, and uh, I'm sure Patricia feels the same way, I guess. 
Um, so... Yeah, I, I do as well. I, I always enjoy when we do our live streams. That way we can interact with the people who are watching this alongside with um, our commentary. Mm -hmm. um, just to let everybody know, uh, we've got to uh, basically pay our bills uh, at the moment, so we're just going to do that right now. Uh, if you guys heard about it, so we're going to be at uh, Kettering uh, GeekCon uh, next week, and so we're going to be doing an episode there, and we're going to be doing a, um, a reaction video there as well. What we're going to do, uh, we don't know exactly, so you know, uh, just uh, keep uh, keep an open mind for when you if you guys are going to uh, Kettering GeekCon uh, and to go see uh, Olivia Hack, because she's going to be there too, so... Uh, uh, if you're going to be heading down there, uh, come find me as well because uh, we'll be talking about some stuff and also we'll be doing some reaction videos as well over there. And uh, also, uh, don't forget about uh, Cambridge uh, GeekCon as well. That's going to be in April. So uh, Annie McAfee and Olivia Hack are going to be there. So that's going to be really fun as well. But we've also got these uh, amazing uh, events we're going to be going to. And uh, so in two weeks' time, it's going to be London Anime and Gaming Con. And uh, uh, coincidentally, Olivia Hack's going to be there too. So uh, if, you go, if you want to see her, and also if you want to, uh, I'm going to be hanging around too there as well. Uh, it's going to be coming this Friday from 16th uh, to uh, Sunday, 18th of February for anime fans, gamers, cosplayers, and comic fans. And uh, so you can uh, go there now uh, for just uh, £29 or just £9 a day. Uh, ticket prices raise upon once discount tickets are sold. Uh, so I just want to check the discount tickets uh, right now. Are they? Uh, I don't think they're actually there anymore. So, uh, But anyway, you can still get there for three days of £29 or £9 a day. So you definitely want to check that out as well. And also, where we're going to be uh, on 7th of April, April of 2018, we're going to be at Manchester Anime and Gaming Convention. Uh, All-age events for anime fans, gamers, comic fans, and cosplayers. That's going to be the Sugden Sports Centre. It's on M1 7HL, and also we're going to be in the Flower and Flagon, uh, formerly known as the Zoo. Uh, and doors open at 10.30am each day on uh, the 7th of April, April, and so you definitely want to get there. There's going to be a cash prize, a talent show, parties, and so much more. So that's uh, Manchester the anime and gaming con on the 7th of 8th of april of 2018 so there we go um so anyways i think our first um video that we've got i think is a reaction video so we definitely want to check that out so uh, are you ready for that patricia yes oh. <laughs> i i actually sent this uh video over to erina about a I would think like less than two weeks ago, I think, because um, yeah. we, as always, uh, we always talk about net neutrality on, as our first topic. And I thought that for those who are not fully understanding on what net neutrality can do to the Internet, I found a perfect example on it. Here we go. You know? I don't know exactly, but it is. Got a number one? Hey, how you doing? Do you know what number 98, what's going on with it? Number 98, uh, you got the Whopper? Yeah. So you got the slow access Whopper pass? Wait, what? It's on the menu right there with the fast, medium, and slow. Slow MBPS. Well, fuck these prices. I'll for a, say. For a Whopper. You're going to pay $27. I mean, I tell you what, that must be like the best Whopper you ever had. If you're going to yeah, pay that's $27. More, more, that's like, if that Whopper had like a fried egg with like gold leaves right on top and some caviar. Well, no. actually maybe like cheap caviar, but 
Yeah, that that has to be a, like a really good burger. You know, I I would. Uh, I've been playing uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild on Nintendo Switch, and the only way I pay for a whopper like that is if it made me run faster, it gave me extra stamina, and uh, basically gave me some extra hearts. That's the only way. <laughs> the only way I'd buy that burger. Fast MBPS or hyper fast MBPS. MBPS, of course, standing for making burgers per second. Clever, very clever, very clever. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Making burgers. Now we have to pay twenty six dollars. Well, that's that's how you get it fast. That's the highest priority. This is like a lane system. Maybe like fifteen. Yeah, fast lane, slow lane. So like maybe like fifteen, twenty minutes. What are you talking about? Burger King Corporation believes that they can sell more and make more money selling like chicken sandwiches and chicken fries. So now they're slowing down the access to the Whopper. Were you given an option of a chicken sandwich or? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want a chicken sandwich, Robert. I want a Whopper. Do you have any Whoppers yes, ready? That aren't. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the faces of everybody. Like, you know, it's just, they, they have absolutely no idea what's going on. I mean, usually when you go over to a fast food place, it's like, like the title says, fast food. Yeah. But now you have to wait like 26 uh, or like 30 something minutes for and pay like a whole bunch of money just for like a hamburger. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. The sandwich is ready. I'm just not allowed to actually get it to you. You can't give me the sandwich. It's ready, but you can't give it to me. Whopper neutrality was repealed. They voted on it. Whopper what? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Whopper neutrality. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, looking even in the background about how much Wi-Fi costs. It's like six bucks. Yeah, well, six bucks a minute, or uh, I don't know, but fortunately, yeah. I have no other choice. Oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever heard of! Yeah, tell us about it, pal. It's like, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> I know. I mean, everybody complaining about, oh, um, net neutrality? I don't know what that is. That doesn't seem like a big deal. It's like, well, now you see it from this perspective and it sucks. Yeah, here it is in burger form. It's like, you know... <laughs> see, like, he got the fast, and now he's getting, getting his... Are you kidding me? You paid $26 for a Whopper? Yeah, I gotta say, that's, uh... Uh, playing 20, uh, well, at least one body's doing it. <laughs> yeah, he ordered it. Now he's a higher priority, so. If, Come on, guys, like, I want a burger, man. If you'd like, if this you. This is a bad dream right now. I just want a burger, brother. A burger. You want a burger? I feel like I'm going to say this is crazy. Well, here's what I'll do you have the bag, and I can put it in the bag in 42 seconds. <laughs> he left holding the bag. <laughs> What? Uh, That's an insult right there. That is a severe oh, insult. Hold on, 10, 10 seconds. We don't make the rules. You just enforce these ridiculous rules? Fortunately, we have to. I feel like I was being taken advantage of in a sense. Just as a customer coming in to get their food, it felt like a power move. They already changed the policies overnight or whatever. Um, I didn't think that a Whopper, ordering a Whopper would really open my eyes up to net neutrality. The Whopper actually told me about net neutrality. It's stupid, but true. And there you go, people. So change.org to uh, save the net. And also, uh, we, uh, we've got battleforthenet.com, so uh, you want to uh, support your... Uh, Get your congressman in there and uh, get them talk, talk, get really get them talk, talking about this. You know, battleforthenet.com or you can go to change.org uh, forward slash save the net. So uh, help us out, guys, because you know the, the you know shows like this that you know you guys uh, get to watch. 
you know, uh, how cr crazy would it be that uh, you'd have to pay an extra fee or you'd have to uh, pay extra, basically, just to watch, you know, us laugh at videos? How stupid would that be? You know, like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, you have Help to pay, out. like, let's just say you have to pay, like, $25 just so you can watch us discuss about videos. Or if you do pay the cheap route, then you're only going to be watching, like, maybe either none or maybe like a delayed version of it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, guys help us out, you know, don't let, don't let him get away with this man. So, yeah. Um, let's go to the chat for a bit and uh, see what everyone's talking about. So, uh, um, uh, Woody Woodpecker. So someone's asking for the Woody Woodpecker video. And, uh, so uh, you never know, you might get a bit of a surprise. I just realized it's, uh, it's over here. Um, dose of chalk zone. Um, my first live stream from you. Okay. Uh, top 10 anime. Um, Maybe we might do that video sometime. I'm not too sure. Uh, we'll, we'll have a look at it, maybe. Um, or it's stupid to just go to McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> um, well, what if McDonald's also had, uh, you know, uh, had like, Big Mac neutral neutrality repealed? Like, you know, you have to uh, wait around for a Big Mac or a quarter pounder. So, you know, like that's... Uh, yeah, pretty much, exactly. Yeah. Fish, I want fish. Uh, okay. And uh, I sent a link to, to you on Twitter DMs. So, hey, well, uh, who knows? We might get to uh, the Woody Woodpecker trailer at some point. So, uh, you know, we've got, got plenty of uh, stuff to definitely get through. So, uh, what are we looking at now? Okay, we've got another video coming up. So, uh, here we go. Wow, how stupid is that? It's like, you know, things like that Darwin's ideas shouldn't be taught in schools. It's like, you know, evolution is a thing, people. It, it is actually it is actually science-based evidence. And so it's just, it's uh, it's ridiculous when you get these politicians who come up and uh, say that, oh, no, you know, it's uh, we should not be teaching this because, uh, you know. And also, on top of that, the, the reason why he says this is absolutely ridiculous when it comes up. So uh, let's just... Oh, I can't wait. There you go. He says that no one saw an ape turn into a man. So Really? Yeah. Basically because there is uh, nobody who has uh, seen... Uh, you know, here's the thing. Evolution takes millions of years to do. So no one is going to notice it right away. It's just this uh this the this guy is thick as bricks. Well yeah, I would imagine scientists would like pretty angry. Evolution in the face of solid evidence. You also deny the process by which scientific facts are discovered. I think it's a great sign that the scientific community was so quickly able to put out a clear statement which picked up a huge amount of public support. And in the end, common sense prevailed, and the senior education minister has clarified that evolution will not be removed from the curriculum. Well, thank goodness for that. It's like, you know, it's just, it's, uh, mm. where do they find these people? Trust me, I mean, you know, I, I, and I understand that there are some people who truly don't, but, I mean, if it's something that you really don't believe in, I mean, it's perfectly fine but you shouldn't like try to say that what you're believing in is wrong and you should feel bad about it it's just it's uh this is the things like you know i i don't you know creationists to me are just it is not you know for me just spout nonsense 
You know, you know for, for me, like evolution is actually you know based on evidence. Whereas you know the uh, the the fact that um, you know there's people out there who just do, just go into a complete state of denial and uh, just you know shut themselves out from you know other other point other points of view and uh, stick on their own you know mantra. And, uh, you know, so they end up kind of like, and on top of that, somehow that ends up wriggling its way up to, uh, you know, the top of political structures, and then you get shit like this. It's just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's unhelpful, you know. So it's, uh, and also on top of that, hopefully this it's, is a, um, you know, just like everyone, like, everyone keeps saying, like, oh, well, you know, you've not got Donald Trump in the White House. It's like, you know, well, there's other countries that have stuff like this going on, and it's correct, you know, it's, uh, it's, it gets a lot crazier than, you know, some, Something that sometimes Donald Trump does, so it kind of makes you appreciate, you know, uh, you know, some situations. You know, Donald Trump is a terrible politician. Don't get, don't get, me, don't get me right. Don't get me wrong. But you know, you, you look in other parts of the world, and you know, you see stuff like this going on, and uh, it's just, you know, it's uh, it's crazy. It really is. So, um, do you want to continue with this, or shall we move on to something else? Yeah, I, I don't care about this. Let's move on because yeah, okay. it's going to cause already enough controversy as it is. Uh, probably. Well, mind you, when when do we not cause controversy on this show? Um, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, we've got an article coming up here, and uh, I think it's uh, I think it's definitely something that's definitely raised eyebrows amongst Nickelodeon fans, and uh, yeah, it has something to do with this. This is uh, from Nick and Moore. They say that Nicktoons has removed SpongeBob. And more series are returning. So the biggest news is that SpongeBob SquarePants has on Nicktoons uh, has now gone off the line completely. Uh, series returning to schedules include uh, Sanjay and Craig, Breadwinners, Jimmy Neutron, El Tigre, and Avatar. Um, I mean, oh great. So let me get this straight. The biggest cash cow that Nickelodeon has had for almost twenty years, and they're going to be replacing it with two great shows. And a few shows that are kind of mediocre, and one of them that's absolutely awful. I know. It's like, you know, I would have gone with the... Uh, I mean, I know they've got Nick Splash, and I know they've got... Uh, you know, I know they've been uh, get, get really uh, going full full throttle with, uh, you know, the 90s cartoons. But, you know, I, if, if you're going to have Jimmy Neutron, you're going to have Avatar, you know, at least garnish it with something that people are actually going to want to care about. You know, like, uh, you know, Kablam, for example. Or, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know maybe even... Uh, I'm sure there's some better shows out there than Sanjay and Craig and Breadwinners. Yeah, that's true. But I guess from the looks of this lineup, I'm assuming that this is actually like the seeds of the beginning of 2000s nostalgia. Like we've already had like the 90s nostalgia for like, I would say like around since like 20, like around the like the early to mid 2000s when um back then when Nickelodeon shows were starting to becoming really downhill uh, especially the mid 2000s where people was like constantly complaining in forums it's like oh bring the 90s shows back bring the 90s shows back and now we have to um face the facts that a lot of the kids who were born in the late 90s or in the early 2000s they're growing up and now they're becoming the same age as we were when we became nostalgic for our childhood shows so yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if maybe sometime in the future nick splat is going to rearrange their lineup with you know showcasing the 2000s shows and jimmy neutron is very popular amongst the um you know, the people who grew up during that time period and Avatar. Well, we already know about how yeah, well, amazing Avatar is. Yeah. Um, LT Gray. I mean, I guess this might be 
um, due to the fact that we had the likes of the Book of Life and Coco that pretty much, you know, reintroduced like Mexican themed cartoons or cartoons set in Mexico. I mean, sure, we had the likes of Mucha Lucha around the early 2000s, but now they're starting to become a lot more popular because we've had the likes of um, Coco getting like critical acclaim in the Oscars and in the Golden Globes. But yeah. um, El Tigre is fine. Um, it's not one of the best cartoons that aired on Nickelodeon, but it's decent enough. And Sanjay and Craig and Breadwinners just... Ugh. Hmm, I think we, I think we all know about that. Uh, do you remember Santo Bogito? Yeah, Santo Bogito was a cartoon around the late '90s that was produced by Klasky Chupo, and it aired around. I what what what? Ne- I don't remember the the um, the network that it aired in, but yes, I have heard of Santo Bogito. Yeah, I don't know if it uh, was it a Nickelodeon show. I can't remember if it was. No, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Nickelodeon. No, it show. was not a Nickelodeon show. It was um, animated and produced by Klasky Chupo, who did a lot of, um, you know, the Nicktoons like Rugrats and Our um, Real Monsters, Rocket Power, Wild Thornberries, as told by Ginger, all grown up. But they did not, uh, Santa Bugito did not air on Nickelodeon. Let me just look it up real quick. While you're doing that, uh, let, me get, let me give everyone a, 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 a oh, taste um, of the lineup. He did air on Nickelodeon in the, and pop in the UK and ABC in Australia, but in America, it aired on CBS. Okay, then. Let me give it... There's people listening on the podcast who can't see what we're seeing at the moment, so let me read it out to everybody. And I, 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 I'll tell you what, this... This the weekday schedule perplexes me, and I, and also some of the, some of the weekend schedule does as well. In fact, I tell you one, there's one thing here that does perplex me. Let, let's, let me go through the uh, the list of everybody. So, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. is going to be marathons of Jimmy Neutron and Kung Fu Panda, replacing Game Shakers. Wow, poor Kel. G- Game Shakers, really? Yeah. Wow. That yeah, that was a really popular show, as well. Yeah, I know it's really popular, but. I, I don't know. I, I always felt that, um, you, I, you know, I've always had my major issues with iCarly in which I felt that because it was a show that took place uh, of, you know, these kids who are doing things online, it, it could have had like a lot of potential, but I just felt that it just wasted it. Mm. And now, especially since I, you know, I'm a gamer watching little kids creating apps that are becoming really popular is just an insult to me. <laughs> and it's just iCarly 2.0 with games. And the only good thing about it is Kel Mitchell. Yeah. Wow. So well, poor Kel on that one. I don't know. Maybe he's decided he's not, I mean, I don't know if there's any news of uh, any renewals of game shakers or if there's been any talk of Kel doing something. Else I have Nickelodeon. no idea to be quite honest. I mean, yeah. I do know about the Henry danger animated series, but um, I have no idea about Game Shakers. I haven't heard anything about it in a while, actually. Yeah, that's that's concerning that because you know, a little peanut before he was Gerald. I mean, he was doing uh, he he was on that show, and so uh, I mean, the only thing I could hope for is that uh, you know, uh, for at least for little peanut's sake, is that they decided to do season six of Hey Arnold, and they keep him around at Nick because you know he is super talented, and you know I think if he does end up uh, you know leaving the company, you know he he can go anywhere he wants. You know, so he's like, you know, because oh, he's been he's been in this really popular show for Nickelodeon. He was in the Jungle movie, and I think that should have some, you know, some uh, credibility towards him. So you know, I hope he, you know, if he, if he, if he doesn't go back to James Akers and he doesn't come back to Hey Arnold, you know, at least I hope he lands on his feet somewhere. 
So uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, the same thing happened with Ariana Grande when uh, you know she was in Sam Sam and Cat. And um, it was funny because everybody thought that Janine McCurdy was going to be like the big pop, you know, like the big star because she was the one who got the more recognition. She was the one that got the biggest salary compared to Ariana, which is how the whole controversy thing happened with Sam and Kat. Um, I'm not in the mood to talk about it because I've talked about it so many times in other <laughs> podcasts. But yeah. Um, yeah, but the point is that, you know, Janine McCurdy had a lot of credibility because she was in iCarly and she was in um, Arrested Development and they thought that she was going to be like the higher up and Ariana Grande was like a minor character or like one of the supporting characters in Zoe 101 and then, you know, she was in, you know, she was in um, Victorious and then eventually uh, there she is as um, as one of the side characters for Sam and Cat and now look at Ari- Ariana Grande now. Yeah, and, uh, I'll tell you what, and she's... And Jeannie McCurdy... Nobody knows where she's at. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about uh, Annie Aragrande, she is a uh, Mancunian like me. Uh, she uh, was given honorary. Yeah. She was on. She was an honorary citizen um, after the. Uh, because uh, you keep in mind, you know, she was. Uh, you know, one of her uh, uh, concerts in Manchester was um, uh, was attacked by a terrorist. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers that. And so, uh, yeah, they, she came back and uh, she was. Uh, uh, she came out to do the uh, the 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 memorial gig, and uh, she was made an honorary citizen of Manchester after that. So, uh, well, yeah. that's good. She's um, a fellow. I'm really, that's really cool to hear. Yeah, so she's a fellow Mancunian like me. So that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So anyway, we're going we're going through the um, going. You know, we've got way 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 off track here. So four to five in the in the in the evening is going to be Bunsen and a Beast, which replaces Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn, which I'd never watched. So I don't really can't really come on that. It's, oh. it's not really that good. Uh, okay, and here's you know five or six a.m. Breadwinners replaces Game Shakers. That's an insult, if anything. <laughs> that is an insult. It is a. How pathetic. You know what? As much as I crap on Game Shakers, at least it has a really cool concept. I mean, similar to like Carly. Yeah. But Breadwinners, it's like the Brothers Flub, if it was like around the 2010s, or it's like Futurama but bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, 10, 11 o'clock, uh, Kung Fu Panda replaces SpongeBob SquarePants. So that's the first replacement. They've decided to put in uh, the uh, Kung Fu Panda series, which... Uh, I mean, that's kind of surprising because I remember when the Kung Fu Panda series was out at the time. This probably was like around the time in which the second one was out. And then it only lasted for like maybe like one, uh, I think like one or two seasons. Yeah. And then it, it just canceled. It was canceled. But that at the same time, Kung Fu Panda 3 hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So now we have a Kung Fu Panda 3. There's supposed to be talks about a Kung Fu Panda 4. And now they want to talk about rerunning the episodes. Yeah. I think this is probably what they're doing just to get the hype back up for uh, when the next Kung Fu Panda movie comes out. So maybe they're basically putting it back on the schedule to say, oh, hey, you know, uh, it's being talked about. So let's put it back on the TV and get everyone revved up for the big announcement for Kung Fu Panda 4. So, yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, oh, um, no. How, I, I, how to Train Your Dragon uh, is on Netflix. Um, yeah. uh, Monsters vs. Aliens was on Nickelodeon. And uh, Madagascar was on Nickelodeon. So I guess out of all of them, I guess they decided to have uh, Kung Fu Panda, which um, I guess it makes sense. Do we really want another Kung Fu Panda movie? Because I was kind of done after three, to be honest with you. Like, you know, like, I mean, uh, I remember hearing the news... I don't. I think it was like a few years ago about that the uh, one of the writers of Kung Fu Panda always thought about having like six movies based off of the franchise, and um, 
you know, it was supposed to be like a big story. But yeah, after seeing the third movie, which admittedly, I I mean, even though it was good, I felt it was like the weakest of the trilogy. And yeah, you're right. It does have like a definitive conclusion. I don't know where you can go from this. Mm. I just think it's, um, as, as long as I'm aware, if there's another Kung Fu Panda movie, then, you know, I've got to be honest with you, I'm probably not going to be that enthusiastic to, to go see it. So, I mean, if they do make six of them, then, you know, I'll probably end up seeing all of them. You know, uh, eventually. Yeah. You know, there's there's, uh, there's the, only 24 the hours in the day to begin with. Right? Um, of DreamWorks is going to be How to Train Your Dragon 3, and that's coming out next year. Yeah. I yeah. tell you, I don't even got past one at the moment. I know what happens in one, but I've not even got to two at the moment. So, you know, I'm pretty high behind on How to Train Your Dragon. But uh, hmm, Maybe this could be a possible hint for a future <laughs> podcast series. Maybe. Eh? <laughs> Okay, um, next one is, uh, so, 11 to 12 o'clock, Jimmy Neutron is replacing SpongeBob SquarePants. Which, and here's the thing about this, would you put Jimmy Neutron on par with SpongeBob SquarePants in a way? You know, Nope, I do not. Uh, is he? I mean, obviously I mean, not. sure, you know, for a lot of people who say about, um, you know, SpongeBob about, oh, it's being overran to death, all of the newer episodes aren't as good as the old ones, you have to admit that... SpongeBob has become a cultural phenomenon for a reason. Mm. It is like if you took all the elements that were featured in Red and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, and The Angry Beavers, put it into a blender, and then brought out the best elements of those, and then you have SpongeBob. And um, I, you know, as for me, like I didn't grow up with SpongeBob. I was like turning thirteen at the time, but the everybody that I knew. Um, who was into Spongebob, they were into Spongebob. No other show could compare. And Jimmy Neutron, here's the thing. I'm one of the very few people who actually prefers the movie to the TV series. I I know that's that's crazy because a lot of people say that the TV series is better, which it's fine. Uh, The first season I just find to be incredibly redundant because they do the same thing over and over again. The only reason why I felt that the series got pretty decent was when they had the villains introduced. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, for the most part, I felt that um, with Jimmy Neutron, it's fine, but I just think it's a slight bit overrated. Well, I know I'm going to get a ton of hate from people when I said that. (laughs) Do you remember? Here's the thing. I think it really jumped the shock when they went to the Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Neutron fairy old parents power hour. And like, you know, the Jimmy Timmy power hour, Jimmy Timmy power hour. Yeah. I think I felt that, you know, I thought Butch Hartman was kind of like, you know, up. I mean, this is where, you know, the, it kind of hits the, really hits the, hits the ceiling. You can't really go any further than that. So, uh, by the way, I, uh, they were actually pretty decent, actually. I mean, crossovers do not happen very often, but um, from those, I would say that they did at least a pretty decent job, at yeah. least for the first two. The third one was, eh. The, trust if, me, if, if the whole thing was too deep, we could have gotten Rugrats Go Wild. Yeah. That is an example of a crossover done horrible. Mm-hmm. And that was done by the same company, Klasky Chupo. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron and um, Fairly Odd Parents do not have any association. One was done by Billion Ford and Frederator, and the other one was done by DNA Entertainment. They're both Nickelodeon shows, but they're not from the same company, and they were able to pull it off better than what Klasky Chupo did with Rugrats Go Wild. Yeah. That's sad. Well, I think because both worlds were kind of weird, I think there was kind of like an understanding, I think, in a way, of how each of the, each of the worlds worked. So I think there was kind of a... Uh, yeah, was, uh, Jimmy Neutron was yeah, kind of like... talking babies... 
and you have a girl who can talk to animals. And it's like uh, you have a slice of life, adventurous baby show, and then you have a nature show. Yeah, it, that, yeah you're right. It doesn't match. It, it well, doesn't. it's for Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. You have science versus magic. Mm-hmm. You have the scientific analysis of Jimmy Neutron. You have the fair, you have the the Godparents from Fairly Odd Parents, um, and each of them have their own characters, and each of them have their own um, settings that people remember by. So, there, I guess that had more possibility. Rugrats Go Wild did not. It, it's, I mean, they it just mostly focused on the Rugrats characters in a Wild Thornberry setting and. Oh my god, it's it's not good. Yeah. It's seriously not good. Anyway, uh, just to wrap this up, um, Avatar's going to be on at uh, 2 in the morning. <laughs> Replacing oh, SpongeBob Square. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, DVR for that one. And uh, El Tigre is going to be on at 3 in the morning. And uh, then they're just going to wrap it all up with uh, TMNT episodes replacing SpongeBob SquarePants. So, yeah, basically, throughout the whole 24-hour block, SpongeBob SquarePants will not be on the, will not be on the schedule. Uh, basically. Yeah, which is crazy to me because I remember like over 10 years ago in Nickelodeon th- there used to be like Spongebob and iCarly marathons. Now it seems that in the Nicktoons network at least, they want to remove Spongebob and they want to start re-airing older shows so they can give them a chance. Yeah, Which, uh, it's, it's really disrespectful that they are giving a 2am time slot for Avatar The Last Airbender, which you know what, Aaron, let's be honest. I mean, next to Hey Arnold, Avatar was the best Nicktoon that it ever produced. Uh, Avatar t- took kids seriously. That, that's the thing. And, t- and, and you know, uh, uh, gave them good stories, gave them good characters, and gave them good life lessons in a way. And uh, took it Yeah, to, uh, exactly. A, 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 well, this a, a, huge a... world mythology that is like up in, that's like right in par with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. And. Yeah, this is another example in which Nickelodeon is screwing up an amazing franchise. This could have been like the Adventure Time for Nickelodeon in which you have like all these different characters and you have this huge expansive world and they just pretty much ruined it when bringing Legend of Korra and, you know, wasting away uh, and mismanaging its potential. Well, aren't they uh, talking about potentially making a book for? For uh, for well, there uh, was already Avatar? a book for on Korra. Oh, sorry, not on uh, no, I mean uh, on not for Korra. I mean for the uh, for the original series. Oh, for Avatar. Making oh, okay. yeah, doing, uh, doing you're another book. About new Avatar. Yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. I mean, I do know that there are the Avatar comics. A lot of the people who worked on Avatar: The Last Airbender, they uh, a lot of the animators, and I think the person who does the soundtrack, they're off doing uh, the new Voltron um, Netflix cartoon. And um, Mike DiMartino and Brian Canesco are doing like separate projects. I know Mike is like doing like a comic book or something. And I think Brian is doing something as well. So, yeah, I haven't heard anything about uh, a new Avatar. That'd be amazing, actually, because you think about it, the the spirits of Korra, uh, you know, the, the, the spirits from the spirit world are now in the regular world, you know, because Korra set them free. So that brings up a whole new possibility about how the people are going to react um, you know, to the spirits and the humans when the new Avatar comes along, maybe like 70 or 80 years in the future. We had a steampunk 1920s setting, so who knows? Maybe we'll have Blade Runner. <laughs> i tell you what, um, the uh, actually one thing we forgot to mention actually is that uh, we, it's pretty sad that uh, we're in between. It's now starting to come to an end for you, Patricia, but uh, my goodness, are you going out with a bang? Yes, I. It, it's so crazy that... Um, 
of the fact that uh, for those who uh, haven't heard, um, we just made our announcement of who is going to be our final guest for Warren Between. Uh, and that guest is going to be the creator of As Told by Ginger herself, Emily Kapnick. That's After amazing. After months and months and months of trying to get a hold of her, we finally did. And it's it's amazing. We're, we are so happy that we are going to have a chance to... Um, get a hold of her I'll so you, I, mean, I mean this is just i mean this is just my opinion on it but uh, i reckon she you know because you were telling me before you had uh, some of the cast members uh, on on the podcast and uh, i don't know maybe she's just uh, maybe she might have uh, got word of it and decided you know hey maybe i should uh, get on the end of uh, you know and uh, wrap this up and so uh, hey well so, actually yeah. i i do know why she got a hold of us and it's a pretty long and complicated story that i can't tell anybody about so let's just say that she did know about us for a quite a while and she was really interested on in joining the podcast it's just that she's currently really really busy um you know creating a few pilots for abc and a few other channels so that's mm -hmm. why she um couldn't you know meet up with us but no i, I seriously i we casey and i are very very happy to um get a chance to have emily on the show and uh we already posted on the we're in between forums that if anybody is interested in asking emily a question then they can do so go over to we're in between dot ask one question for emily kapnick and uh we should be interviewing her on the 25th of february and we'll release it on the 28th and um that'll be the last thing we'll post somewhere in between right before we're finished and for those who have been asking me for the longest time i have no idea what casey and i are going to be doing next well they, they don't so yeah sorry guys um but hey you got plenty of uh Hey, maybe you could do. Uh, I mean, have you all? I mean, I'm trying to think, what have you, Casey, been? Um, uh, I was trying to think, what else have you been watching besides, you know, uh, going comments by as I was told by Ginger, and uh, I was thinking uh, there's got to be other, uh, you know, Nicktoons episode or any other uh, series you guys can do. You know, where Casey does uh, Friday Night Nicktoons uh, as we've been retweeting on the Aramata Show Twitter page, so uh, you definitely want to check that out. But uh, I'm sure you guys will find something. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Um, so this is the um, the biggest one, I think. You know, we talked about SpongeBob SquarePants being knocked off the uh, the schedule. How about this? The Fairly Odd Parents on Saturdays airing between nine and eleven o'clock at night, replacing the Loud House. Wow, and that's crazy because the Loud House has become, you know. It's become the next SpongeBob, essentially. It's but the, well, I guess it's because the, of the controversies with Chris Savino, I guess it's starting to make a lot of sense on why that's getting knocked down a little bit. Yeah, maybe. You know, I still think that, uh, you know, remember when that whole thing kicked off? And, uh, I mean, I don't know what uh, Craig Bartlett's doing at the moment, but uh, there was a big fear that I thought, you know, if um, Hey Arnold didn't get a season, you know, they were deciding, oh, well, Hey Arnold season six is uh, going to happen. Like, oh, wait, we've just lost Chris Zavano. And I thought, oh, maybe Craig Bartlett could do it. You know, I thought, you know, that was my big fear out of all of that. But thankfully, that's not happened. So, uh, you know, it was uh, the politics of uh, Nickelodeon kind of move on uh, from that. So that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, okay, so, um, and then on the Sundays, uh, replacing SpongeBob SquarePants is Bunsen and a Beast. Uh, never seen it, so can't really, can't really comment, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I may have, like, seen, like, maybe one episode or, or maybe, like, yeah, one episode. And, you know, it, it's kind of, I, I've been debating on which I felt was, like, the worst of 
Butch Hartman's cartoons because I thought for the longest time it was Tough Puppy because <laughs> Tough Puppy was at least a little bit disappointing. But this show, this show has, I mean, this this has like little to no creativity whatsoever. I mean, it's essentially Mind Gym Partners a monkey if it was like a monster. But at least with Tough Puppy, I mean, sure, there have been like parodies of secret agents uh, in TV show form, but at least it had some creativity. I don't know anything about you know, um, Bunsen is a beast that makes it stand out amongst his other Nicktoons. I think it's just a case of burnout. I think Butch Harmon needs to take a break for a couple of years to, you know, (laughs) rethink about Just a couple of years. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's been concentrating a lot on his YouTube channel, like he's live streaming and stuff, so... uh, Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, at at least that's fine. Uh, You know, live streaming drawings and uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, that's perfectly fine. But as for, like, new shows i think you know similar to dan schneider i think their well of creativity has dried up long ago oh well i don't know there's a there's gonna be some people gonna say some things about that but i think we'll leave that to them um so yeah i mean that spongebob gone from the uh from that you know wouldn't you think if uh you know let's say they replaced the uh, the schedule let's say they replaced it with uh, i don't know uh, angry beavers uh rocco's modern life i mean uh, yeah i know it obviously be like uh you know basically replacing a whole of nicktoons with nick splat but uh you know, hey, may that not be a bad thing for us, but uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, don't you get the feeling that, you know, we've been hearing a lot about, you know, just in the rumor mill, you know, no, nothing confirmed, nothing official at all, but apparently this whole, you know, Nicktoons movie that apparently someone's working on in a basement somewhere behind the scenes at Nickelodeon Studios, you know, we don't we don't know what, what's going on with it, but, you know, given that they're not promoting, it seems to be promoting, like, uh, their, their, their big Nicktoons at the moment here on the Nicktoons channel, I mean, I've got to be honest, it, it looks pretty distant at this at this stage. I don't know, maybe they're probably like, you know, they're going to be like, there's enough massive surprise at the next, you know, next San Diego Comic Con on the next New York Comic Con. I don't know. But, I mean, looking yeah, at the schedule... Look, looking at the um, schedule now... With, um, yeah, right. Like, for example, um, uh, the next San Diego Comic Con should give us maybe a new trailer for the new Rocco's Modern Life TV movie, Invader Zim, yeah. and who knows, maybe another one that might be coming up, another TV movie, based off of a Nick, another Nicktoon, but who knows at this point in time. Yeah, who knows. Well, fine, that's enough. But right now, this to me, like, uh, what? You, are you really going to do a Nicktoons crossover movie with, uh, what, Kung Fu Panda and uh, Sanjay and Craig? It's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I don't think so. Anyway. You, you know what? It was actually pretty stupid with the original concept of the Nicktoons crossover movie that Jared Hess wanted to do, in which none of the actual artists or animators or creators were going to be involved in it, and they were going to be mixing up, like, Probably um, like the more popular '90s Nicktoons that we're probably going to get a lot. One's going to get more recognition than others, and he didn't have a full-on script. And mm-hmm. even when he tried to pitch it to Nickelodeon, and they didn't want to do it in the first place, and then you know he was like, "Screw it! I'm just going to post it on Variety anyway and get the hype going." Yeah. And my God, it made him look like an idiot. Well, as that. Uh, switching gears, uh, we're going to uh, obviously. Uh, for those of you who do not know, we got our latest episode of Picks Mix up. So uh, if you want to find out, our, our latest uh, random wheel was Toy Story Two. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, then uh, feel free to do so. Yes, yes, please, please check out that episode of Picks Mix, and you'll hear my glorious deep voice. <laughs> anyway, uh, Toy Story Four has uh, finally found a writer. Uh, it's been uh, quite a bit of a problem for them uh, recently. Uh, Stephanie Folsom will pen the next scripts for the next hotly anticipated sequel. Uh, 
Stephanie Folsom, who uh, recently had a feud with uh, Marvel after being uh, denied a story by credit for Ford Ragnarok, uh, has been tapped to uh, write the uh, script for the upcoming fourth installment of the uh, long-running Pixar franchise. Um, Rashida Jones uh, initially was attached to the as the writer of the film, along with her writing partner Will McCormick, but she since left the project uh, last year. It was reported that Jones stepped away from the project uh, early on after an unwanted advance from uh, Pixar head uh, John Lasseter, made some allegation at this point, uh, who took leave of, of absence following the claims of sexual harassment and misconduct. But Jones has issued a statement to the New York Times saying, We did not leave Pixar because of unwanted advances. Uh, we passed away because of creative and, more importantly, philosophical differences. So, uh... I guess uh, we're back on track. Oh, with, uh... great. Behind the scenes issues with replacing writers and replacing a whole bunch of people so they can get a script going. That sounds very similar to what happened to Brave and the Good Dinosaur. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of reminds you of that. I remember that um, time when Bart sneaked into a, into a party and he saw Red near Wolfcastle. It's like, he goes, uh, hey, uh, I'm a big fan, but your latest McBain movie really sucks. And he basically says, yeah, there was script problems on day one. It's like you know, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of makes you want. It kind of makes you feel like you know, this is happening. You know, fiction kind of reflects reality, in a way. So uh, Simpsons did it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Insert in, Simpsons did a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's like uh, Toy Story. I mean, again, is uh, do we really want to see a fourth Toy Story film? No, oh, we don't. No. Please, Pixar, enough with the sequels that nobody asked for. I, I still want a Ratatouille sequel. I mean, like, you know, like sequels that uh, of movies that don't deserve it. Like, did you ask for a Monsters University? No. I asked for a, I asked for a, I like a Monsters Universe, I like a Monsters, uh, a Monsters Incorporated uh, sequel. Like, you know, I'd like to see, but like, you it's know. It's a prequel. Yeah, but Did I know. you ask for it? No, I didn't ask for exactly. that at all. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody asked for this. The yeah. story is finished. I mean, if you want to do more of the Toy Story shorts, the ones that, you know, have been coming out, like, on the, the um, you know, ABC Family, then that's perfectly fine. But now we have a story where Woody wants to find Bo Peep. Who cares? I know. It's just, it's... Uh... Uh, well, don't worry, uh, Patricia. We'll have more Frozen shots for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you really got to hate Disney sometimes. You really do. I, I question. I, I don't hate them. I just question them sometimes. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let's move. Let's uh, switch gears again because this is a big one. Now, this, uh, mind you, this is. Uh, oh. Uh, some breaking news just coming in on BBC. Sex and the City actor Kim Cattrall announces that her brother Chris, uh, missing in Canada since Tuesday, has died. So, big news there, I guess, if you're a uh, Sex and the City fan. Uh, so, uh, that's uh, that's really unfortunate news for them, so uh, condolences. But uh, anyway, um, going uh, back to our uh, main story, uh, Super Mario Super Mario uh, movie since uh, the first one came out starring Bob Haskins has always been talked about. Uh, obviously, there's been an, an anime film as well that was released in Japan, but uh, Nintendo has finally announced that there is going to be a Super Mario movie and it's going to be produced by Illumination Studios. Great. Now we're going to get Goombas acting like minions. Uh, yeah, it's just... it's. Uh... That's kind of worries me about it, mind you. It could be worse. They could have given it to Sony Animation Studios. 
So oh like, man, then it, it would have been rubbery and it would have been crazy. Mario would have done like a whole bunch of ethnic stereotype jokes. Yeah. Oh man. Here, you have Here's the thing about this though. I just think that uh, you know, with Illumination Studios, yeah, Minions is boring at this point. Like you know, no one really you know, unless you're really out there, no one really cares about the Minions. I think uh, at least within our circles. Uh, but, uh, and also some of that, Illumination Studios, I mean, they produced Sing, didn't they? And that was fun, I would say. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's yeah, a- yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's kind of like Glee in a sense in which they have like all these cool songs performed by, um, you know, talented people. But similar to Glee, you know, wait about five or ten years and the songs are going to be coming extremely dated. Yeah, they will be. It will be kind of like, it can be kind of like Space Jam. Like you know, like it'll come out for its anniversary, and it's like, oh, really? With that, wow, that that that's what we were like, you know, a couple of years ago. It's like you know, as a, at least with Spain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like so. Um, so this was a big. This is a big, massive uh, piece of news because uh, this has been talked about for years. I remember like uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, like uh, you, you know, he likes to tease things, and you know, they don't usually happen. Like, you remember the uh, vitality sensor for the Wii? Like, you know, that thing you put on your finger and, like, it was going like, to have all sorts of potential and nothing ever came of it. And then uh, there was all the talk about other games that they would like to do. And uh, Yeah, and to be like, fair- remember a few years ago in which somebody pitched, um, like, a test uh, video to make a Legend of Zelda animated series or live action series on Netflix? Mm-hmm. And Nintendo took it down. And, of course, let's not forget about all the fan games of all the passionate people who want to create new installments or um, interpretations of Nintendo games. Like we had um, another Metroid 2 remake. We had um, uh, the Pokemon game that was like um, taken down as well. But yeah, Nintendo and their properties are like really, really strict. And now when you see something like this, you know, the same company who brought you Despicable Me and the Lorax will be doing a Mario movie. Yeah, it's just, it's... uh... Well, to be honest, I think I can think of worse places to give it, to be honest with you. So I guess with Illumination Entertainment and uh, on top of that as well, I think if Shigeru Miyamoto keeps watchful eye over basically the, the production of, uh, of Super Mario, I think, uh, you know, I, I think he could, um, I think, I think they could do something fun with it, I think. So uh, I, I would. Uh, he's like, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm actually questioning because Illumination loves to use. Um, cele- I mean, like every single um, animation company loves to use celebrities. Um, what if there's a chance that Illumination will not have Charles Martinet provide uh, reprise his role as Mario? Which celebrity do you think that they're going to have voice Mario or Bowser or Princess Peach or the Toads? I mean, you have. I mean, if they're going to do a movie based off of this of Mario, and which one? the mm. original super mario brothers games um mario rpg paper mario mario luigi superstar saga there's a lot of marios yeah uh, you know series out there well, here's an interesting thing what if they decided to like uh they basically went back to the 80s and like uh basically went off i mean obviously you know the the 80s mario brothers game doesn't really have much of a storyline it's basically mario going off to uh save a princess in a castle pretty you know st- standard stuff but uh i mean imagine if they basically made it like kind of like a, a a movie of its time so like they gave it like like an 80s style kind of uh you know, kind of um you know feel to it and everything and maybe you can put in some 80s songs maybe i don't know like you know like mm. uh, maybe, what if they made it like so, like a like, a, like an, an 80s yes. 80s mm. movie maybe and put it in its maybe. time frame that'd be kind of fun 
Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah, that's something they could do. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of stories to work. I mean, we all we we know who the hero is going to be, and that's Mario, and we know who the villain's going to be, and that's Bowser. So it's like uh, you know, or King Koopa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's yeah, something interesting. Koopa, what, right. what what uh, if, what if this? It could be um, the alien creature thingy from Sarasaland in the Super Mario Land uh, Game Boy game, no, or so. um, one of the villains from the you know Mario RPG games. But yeah, most likely it's going to be Bowser, and um, you know who knows in which continuity that the Koopaling kids are going to be. Are they going to be Bowser's children? Or are they not? Is Bowser Junior going to be in there? What about yeah. Capnick or Red Bones or? Wow. Um, wacky to um all those creatures so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah well luigi has a vacuum cleaner so sucking up ghosts, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right we also have the luigi's mansion continuity so yeah is luigi gonna be there uh, and if so is he gonna have um you know the vacuum cleaner is professor egad gonna be there as yeah. well is, oh my god uh, imagine imagine if we have uh imagine if super mario movie does really well and then we get the luigi mansion movie and then we get the uh i don't know we got like a princess peach movie and then we get like and basically it ends up being kind of like a, a nintendo cinematic new universe oh man you know coming 2020 we'll have donkey kong country oh. and then we'll have the metroid space opera and then we'll have the legend of zelda which will be like lord of the rings yeah and Oh yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think a, I think a Zelda movie would be pretty fun. Hopefully they don't make it like World of Warcraft, where they make it really generic. But uh, I mean, uh, I, I would I wouldn't mind a Zelda movie. I think they could do something some pretty fun fun stuff with hey, it. Trust me. I mean, yeah, similar to Warcraft, Zelda has a lot of lore and a lot of characters, and um, there are three timelines. Yeah. I mean, that's like gift wrap to you to make something interesting. I think they probably... It'd be interesting to see what... If they did make his Legend of Zelda movie, what would they base it off? Ocarina of Time or Link to the Past? I mean, like... Uh, <laughs> Knowing the fanboys, most likely Ocarina of Time. Although technically um, Skyward Sword is the beginning of the timeline and pretty much a lot of people hate it. So mm. I don't know. That's actually a really good question, but... Um, you know, I'm sure for marketing purposes, I'm sure they'll probably tell maybe the Ocarina of Time story because a lot of people um, seem to have a definitive love for it on the internet. Um, but yeah, that's actually a really good question um, because if you are going to tell a story on Zelda, I mean, which Hyrule are you going to tell it from? Who's the main bad guy? Is it going to be Girahim, Zant, Ganondorf, Agnem? I think... It's- I think if you're going to go with a character, I think you'd have to say Ganondorf because at least sure. you know, with Ganondorf, he came back for, you know, he, he has like a backstory of like, you know, being part of the, you know, the Guedo tribe. And so, you know, they could have that kind of like whole thing of like, you know, these Guedo bandits, you know, with uh, Ganondorf as a leader against, you know, the, uh, the high, you know, the Helians and, uh, you know, have this kind of, at least they can put like a war story in it with that and yeah yeah, yeah. Ganondorf. and then maybe like in maybe, maybe like in the end credits it can like hint to ganon and then maybe the sequel could come out and then you'll you know link will have this huge fight with ganon and and then afterwards maybe like uh maybe we can actually have like the split timeline happen uh, yeah there's a lot of uh, for zelda definitely there's a ton of possibilities mm-hmm uh, let's go back to the chat, so if you guys want to speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, Toy Story should uh, come back uh, in the... Uh, Toy Story should not come back. The three units should be the end. Okay, then. Uh, Chalk Zone, hey, Arnold, for life. Okay. 
Um, the only sequel that was acceptable was Finding Dory, and that was good. Uh, Toy Story 4 was not needed. Uh, I still argue we should have a Ratatouille sequel. And uh, I think, uh, I know, be, I, I really love to see like a movie where you run a small business and try and keep it afloat. And uh, I think that was sympathetic. Yeah, that, that'd be, people. That, that'd be, that would be really interesting. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Inside Out would also be good for a sequel as well. Oh, yeah. Well, because, okay. uh, uh, you know, uh, there's the big puberty button. So it's like, you know, it could be about pr pressing that button. So I like, can all the. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And also, oh. uh, maybe we don't have to focus on Riley. Maybe we can focus on another character. Maybe somebody that Riley knows who's going through either like severe depression or has anger issues mm. or. Um, something like that. So yeah, there's uh, you know, Inside Out also has a lot of possibilities as well. Imagine if, imagine um, if they were like bipolar or schizophrenia or something like that. That would be <laughs> that. No, that would be that would be a fun movie. Mm. <laughs> oh man! And so uh, um, the Son a Sonic movie will be in better hands if Paramount produce. If sorry, the Sonic movie is in better hands with Paramount as opposed to this movie. Okay, so is there going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I didn't hear about that. I think I have been hearing that Paramount is doing a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I think it came out, uh, like, the, the, I think, it, like, a few months ago. Yeah, I think I remember that it did. Uh, there was talks about it. Sony was originally going to do it, but now it's been switched over to Paramount. Oh, thank God. It's like, you know, like, get, get, if, if they told me that was in the hands of uh, Sony Animation Studios, if I could physically grab it and rip it out of the hands of them and put it in someone else's hands, and Paramount's a great place to put it, in my opinion. I think, you know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Sun is only animation um, studios. Let me see if I can send you the link really quick. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I have been hearing about this for a while. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I, I haven't heard anything else after that. But with, um, you know, that again goes into so many possibilities about what you can do with the, the Sonic, um, Sonic movie. Which one are you going to base it off of? Classic Sonic, Sonic Adventures, the the new the newer versions of Sonic, Sonic Boom. Jeez, yeah. like it's similar to Mario's. Like there's so many incarnations. Uh, Angry J Sponge is saying ten watching and only six likes. Well, this isn't my day job, so I don't really care. If you want to watch them, great. If you want to like them, brilliant. So uh, that's uh, I don't really mind about that, to be honest with you. And uh, also, we'll get to the Woody Woodpecker trailer at some point. Uh, I promise you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I I don't think that there's really much to say in the um, in this particular subject because um, we just heard nintendo confirm it like less than a few days ago and we don't know anything about the story or the casting so i think maybe we'll get to this another time mm -hmm. okay we've got another video coming up so uh, let's see what this is this is the best shirt ever apparently and uh so let's wow see i mean like you're just stating it right there this is the best shirt ever all the other shirts that you've had have sucked throw those away and get this new shirt limited edition order now okay i just realized this uh this is going full screen for some strange reason i'm not too sure why um mm. and we're back here we go be fair, that's not a bad. That's not a bad thing for a shirt to have things, you know, uh, have water and juices and everything poured onto it, and it just rolls right off. So it's like, uh... yeah, because that seems to be a major problem for me. In which, um, you know, I always have difficulties when I'm drinking, and you know, juice just so happens to spill all over my shoulder. 
Oh, have you seen that meme where, uh, you know, they got all those infomercials and it's like, uh, what was it called? Like, you know, uh, white people not doing, not, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I remember, like, you know, those really crappy and cheesy infomercials in which, you know, they're they're basically failing at simple tasks and they kind of like look like they're in distress. Yeah, it's like, you know, can you can you not stop hitting yourself? It's like, you know, here's this helmet to stop you from hitting yourself. It's like, you know. Uh, yeah, kind of stuff like that. Looking good in that shirt, pal. So, uh, yeah. I'm curious. How comfortable do you think it would be? That's a good question, actually. How comfortable is that shirt? Mind you, it's like, uh, oh, have you I ever... Mean, what's the fabric? I don't know. It's like... I won't even see if they actually tell us or not. Tiger clumsy mate. Okay. Well. No, they don't tell you what the fabric is. I'm sure that if you are wearing something that is completely waterproof, I'm sure that the fabric might be like slightly uncomfortable or maybe slightly chafe or I don't think it'll be like as soft as something like cotton or polyester. No. Okay, well, uh, that was that. So uh, if you're a clumsy moron who spills stuff on himself all the time, get that shirt. So uh, there we go. Uh, next one. I was in Poundland today, stocking up in the delightful tap that Poundland do, and I, I found something that really caught my attention. It's actually. It was a mirror after I, and I saw this guy with a beard. And oh, wait, it's me. So. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> uh, okay. A dolly. No. I'm not really the sort of dolly type of person. Oh, no, I, we, we didn't assume that at all. <laughs> dolly type of... Not with that manly beard. No. It kind of reminds me of... Do you remember, do you remember Techno Viking? Uh, have you ever seen no, that? No, I, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, obviously Techno Viking at some point. But this one caught my attention because it's apparently called Fanny Flambo, and she's part of the Smoke and Pussies gang. What? Okay. Okay, uh... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, remember Pussy Riot? You know, that guy, that's a girl band that got into a lot of trouble when they, you know, protested in a church and stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't know if they had, like, a, you know, a line of dolls and stuff. But, you know, this is, I don't think this is it. To be honest with you. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. Um, so, apparently, her weapon of choice is a flamethrower, and seriously, that doesn't really look the type, does she? I was going to say, it's not exactly a character that you see going around Gears of War with a chainsaw, is it? So it's like... Uh... Yeah, or Flamethrower, like Team Fortress 2. Yeah. So um, I thought, I actually really want to find out what this um, what this Flamethrower she has looks like. Ooh. Instructions. Little pink instructions, that's nice. Um, here she is. Uh... So He's just doing it, get him out of the box at this point. Get little pink shoes. Let's stick them on her. Right. Uh, so we'll stick them on just to make her look the part. Oh, maybe maybe we just won't. <laughs> um, so anyway. This is like a really bad like instructional video. Like, uh, uh, dare I say it's probably worse than the instructional video we saw in the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> Oh, please don't remind me of that. I just <laughs> walked that out of my head. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> See, 
Thanks, made in China for the Togimi Fushita Toy Company, authorized Fleming Pussy's Power Girl, Power Girl merchandise. Funny. Oh, it's from China. Who would have thought? Like, uh... Oh, China. You know what that means? It's a bootleg. Yeah. Oh, I love his face in this one. <laughs> it's like, uh, what, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> oh, man. Flambeau is the flaming hot leader of the smoking pussy gang. Special power, shooting flames to vanquish her foes. Uh, this must be some Japanese program. But he just said it was from China. So, uh, it's not Japanese, but... China and Japan are not the same country. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, obviously, Togima to, to Fushita is a Japanese company, so it doesn't really surprise you, does it? To activate a flamethrower, place her face down with her arms outstretched and head in the ground, then raise her thighs above her head as shown. Um... Do we really want to see this in action? I mean, we've gone this far. What? Right. So, um... Uh, just to remind everybody, the Arrow Message Show is, a, is a, it uses explicit language and intended for mature audiences only, so if you're under the age, then you shouldn't really be watching this show. Uh, just let you guys know. Arms outstretched, face down, and... What the... Okay. That's not dignified. That's not that's not flamethrower. That's vanquishing her foes with sex. Lift her skirt. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. not for sex, by the way. That's called the downward dog. It's <laughs> it's a yoga move, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> Lift her skirt to expose the flamethrower, and light it while maintaining a safe distance from the area directly behind her. You don't. You don't. Maximum smoking pussy girl power. You don't. It's a toy. Her skirt's gone on fire. I don't know if that's uh, what's supposed to happen. Well. Um, um wow! <laughs> <laughs> the, um, this can't be real. Just, yeah, there's no way. No way. I, I've seen some. I've seen some shit in my day, but this has to be. This is something else. I'm actually paralyzed. You're with... seeing this right, people. It's this... she. She's like having. It's like it's like a fart of fire. Yeah, it's just, it's uh. Shit! What the fuck is that about? Seriously? <laughs> I'm not sure. How much? <laughs> well, uh, that's one hot smoking pussy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, this the internet is such a stupid place. Yeah, so uh, that's that. Um, I don't think there's anything really comment any further than that. Really, it's just it's. Uh, I think it kind of speaks for itself, really. So. Uh,
wow, that exists. Um, let's move. Let's move quickly on, and uh, this uh, has to be another part of our uh, weird day, to say the least. Um, so look, this is uh, this is coming out of Saudi Arabia. Uh, Twelve camels have been disqualified from a beauty contest in a Botox row. Uh, apparently, 12 camels have been disqualified in Saudi Arabia annual camel beauty contest uh, for receiving uh, uh, toxic injections to, to make their pouts look more alluring. Uh, Saudi authorities have raised the profile of King Abdulaziz's uh, camel festival by relocating it to the deserts in the outskirts of the capital uh, of, uh, of uh, I never pronounced the Saudi Arabia's capital correctly, so I'm... Uh, Riyadh. Oh yeah, there we go. Uh, this uh, year's event has been uh, marred in a scandal which has lured 20 million Saudi uh, uh, riles. Uh, that's uh, 9.7 million pounds of prize money for each uh, category tempted uh, by some owners to, uh, tempted some owners to cheat. What does it say about your life when you're injecting Botox into a camel to win 3.7 million for about, about 4 million dollars? And, and all for adding Botox to a camel for a contest. Yeah, to make yeah, their to make pouts them. more alluring. Like, you know, to to who exactly? You know, it's just, it's... Uh, I don't think we can really say anything more about that, really. It's just, it's... Uh, wow. Yeah, what, 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 we could, what can we say about this? Seriously. That's, that's really, it's a camel it, that got Botox for a contest yeah, in Saudi just, Arabia. Uh, there's some really sad people in this world. Let me just let me just tell you. Um, back to the videos. Let's see if we got anything that doesn't uh, make us pause for uh, absolute shock or you know just bewilderment. Let's see what we got now. Oh, this is fun. This is um, this is badminton and trampolining put together. Oh, that's cool. Um, I actually have one of those like bounce, um, you know, like those bounce facilities. Like, there's actually one that's like. 10 minutes away from where I live, and those things are a lot of fun. Takes a lot of energy off of you, but those things are fun. Yeah. I'll tell you what, like, the trampolining, like, these, like, you know, these trampoline parks, they, you know, ever since Ninja Warrior and stuff, you know, they, like, they've been really popular, and now they're, they're trying to find, like, really creative ways to, uh, to do it. It's like, uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, like, when Nintendo brings up a console, and, like, they find, like, massively creative ways to, like, use it. So it's like, uh, yeah, trampoline parks have kind of been like that recently, and this is one of the, this is one of the ways they've utilizing it so mind you you won't be very it looks like you won't be uh i mean obviously you can hop from like trampoline to trampoline but uh your movements sort of unless you go up and down is sort of kind of restricted in a way wouldn't you think because like you're not running yeah I, unless you're like moving forward or moving back or moving to the side or like jumping high or jumping like a little bit lower so yeah but then again with batman um i mean it's not like as um energy inducing as tennis Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it kind of moves us on to our next video, uh, which is, uh, is this the most Aussie ad ever? So, uh, shall we judge for ourselves as to how down under this uh, ad's going to be? There we go. Hello, guys. Well, that 90s cheese is definitely there, and uh, it's pretty Australian, I must have to say. So. Yeah, so it's Little Bo Peep mixed with 
the frog prince. Let's see what happens next. Okay. If I were to give you a kiss, you'd turn into a handsome sheep shearer. Castle mine is made with Okay. So uh she turn she kisses the frog and then he turns into a sheep shearer and he kisses her and he turns into a bear. So yeah, this is pretty Australian. <laughs> this is pretty yeah, Australian. Australian. Yeah, so uh yeah, I don't think you get any more Australian than that unless you know you mix in, you know, soap operas and uh you know, um other stuff. Kangaroos, boomerangs, boomerangs. yeah. Giant spiders. Okay, uh, before we go on to the main event, let's get the chat up once again and uh, see what everyone's talking about. Uh, that guy with the doll reminds me of the guy from Mythbusters, uh, Jamie Heyman. Hanneman. Okay. Um, more PG stuff, please. Okay. Uh, I'll do I'll do a little man drowning. Uh, okay. Uh, Raven video, bulky Hey Arnold. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just, people are just putting garbage in at the moment in the, uh, in the chat. I think at the moment. And... Uh, Oh, look, it's Barbie's troubled cousin. Okay. And uh, your comment is too short. Edit and try again. Okay. So I guess they're all having fun in there. So let's get on with our main event. So, uh, Patricia, are you ready for this? You mean the craziest is yet to come? Um, this is the trailer for the, the new uh, straight-to-DVD Woody Woodpecker live-action movie. Oh, Great. Here Can't we wait. Here we go. Remember me? My God, Woody, what have they done to you? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> this, you can just see in his eyes that he's just dead inside. Pretty much at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I am back from the dead mm-hmm. and I am being controlled by a bunch of corporate greedy overlords who want to throw me on DVD even though that I have a legacy that is just as long as uh, Warner Brothers or Disney or Flesh or whatever but nope <laughs> here I am in DVD form you've heard of the walking dead <laughs> you've, you've heard of the walking dead this is the woody dead <laughs> Wait a minute. They're not camping. They're moving in. This ought to be fun. Game on. Hiya, campers. What is that thing? <laughs> it's not even there. It's like it's... Uh, Great. Yeah. Another cartoon that is going to be featuring an environmental story. Because yeah. did we have... I think we had this in, like, what was it? Yogi Bear? Wasn't Yogi Bear like this? Yeah, I, th- well, I think it was, and uh, one of uh, Owen Wilson's uh, stellar performances. And also, um, you know, this is just, it's, uh, <laughs> why is Woody Woodpecker live action? He, like, he's like, for me, he, he's better off in, he's always been better off in cartoon form. Like, you know, you can do way yeah, more with him in cartoon Woody Woodpecker form. is a very fast and a very hyperactive character who needs um, to be in a cartoon so we can be able to fully express all of that craziness and wackiness. But now that it's in live action, just like in the Smurfs, is going to be downplayed. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I met him in the forest. Yeah. Oh. oh, baby! Oh, look, there's going to be some slapstick. No, not Yay! Seen, not seen Even that, though that's but... not the 
the that's wasn't exactly like the kind of slapstick that Woody Woodpecker would have. I mean, not like that, but it's more like Woody would do something crazy and then they would react to it in a way and then Woody Yeah, but it just it looks more painful than it does, you know, comedic. That's the one thing I would say about that, so Feeling lucky today, punk. Oh, just, oh, let's look, look at that again. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, uh, even the, even the actor doesn't even look like he's trying. Oh, Patricia, you're with us? I... I'm just speechless right now because this is sad. This yeah. is really sad. Like that. That's the flying demon right there. <laughs> oh, not see, not seen that before. Just, just, just this uh, the whole. Yeah, how, how did, how did he, how did he do that? He's yes, he's a woodpecker and he has a sharp beak, so he can be able to like peck holes in trees, so he can get bugs, but. You know, woodpecker's beaks are not that sharp. It's like he has a sword attached to his beak, and he was able to do that. You know what? what? Do you know what they've done? They turned him into the mask. And if anything, the mask is, you know, how many how many schools, how many you know, you know, rainy break times, you know, uh, rainy you know, rainy day recesses have we seen the mask? It's like you know, it's like it's it's, it's a movie um, that's been done to death, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Hello, boys. Yes, woo. How about some of this? What? I do all my own stunts. Again, he, do he doesn't look convincing that he's there. It looks like they're just wafting at the air and, like, you know, and uh, they've just animated him in. And, like, you know, it's just, it's, uh... That's probably what happened, yeah. He's too cartoony in this. Well, imagine waking up to that in the morning. And again... <laughs> yeah, here's Woody, and, you know, pecks a hole through your brain, probably again, getting look, through your cerebral cortex. Look, look look at this here. He doesn't even look like he's there. If, if you look at it, it looks like this scene is done, like, in the middle of the night, and uh, the, the, the desk lamp is on, but he's in full light. Like, they, they've not even... Yeah, and he also looks like he's not even suffering through any pain, either, because... I mean, yes, as mentioned before, I mean, sure, his beak isn't as sharp as a sword, but he's still pecking through your skin. That's got to hurt. Yeah, but, uh, and he's just, like, looking nonchalant. It's like, yeah. Ignoring the guy, look at the lighting. Like, the lighting is behind Woody Woodpecker. It's not the, the, bed, the bedside light, if you look at it. You know, it's like, so he's not, he's not convincing that he's actually there in the shot. He looks like he's just been CGI'd in. Funnily enough, I mean, a CGI well, since thing. this is a straight-to-DVD movie, I take it that you're absolutely right, Aaron. He is put in there in advance. Yep. Okay, now now he's suffering through the pain. Okay, but still it wasn't. Oh, nice. Well, seeing that joke a number of times, you know, how, how many times it was Helga Bataki and uh, Hey Arnold, you know, pelted with bird poop. Like, you know, it's just, it's, uh... uh well, at least it was, like, a ton of pigeons, but now with Woody, it's... He's just one, so... It works. Oh, boy. That's how 
you do things the Woody way. <laughs> Woody. Well, if that's the way the Woody way goes, and I don't want to go that way, fuck off. Oh, jeez. And I, I, and most likely because of this, I think that Woody Woodpecker is the only character amongst the Universal and Walter Lance um, animation studio that's going to be in it. So we're not getting uh, um, Naughty and Splinter. We're not getting Andy Panda. We're not getting um, Gabby Gator. We're not getting Buzz Buzzard. And we're not getting Wally the Walrus. So, yes, Woody Woodpecker will most likely be in just this movie and it's going to suck yeah it's... so good job universal thanks again for ruining another franchise yeah and uh yeah i think it's because you know they do you remember the whole uh they were gonna do like the whole like um dark universe where they're gonna like, do like the mummy and like they were gonna do like uh, all these you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah 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 they're basically grasping to you know basically find the next um you know cash cow because that's uh that that failed miserably you know no one believed tom cruise was uh gonna be uh doing that and uh, oh did you recently speaking of tom cruise uh, did you recently le learn that he's left scientology apparently oh well yeah oh time to be quite honest There's, uh, yeah he's, he's, uh, apparently because uh, they've not been allowing him to see his daughter how sad is that man <laughs> Yeah, that like, is really sad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do, like, the whole disconnection thing. So, But here's the thing about this as well, because, you know, now that he's left the religion, like, you know, imagine, imagine you know, they have all the, you know, they do, the, like, the whole auditing stuff and that, everything like that. Imagine all the dirt they have on Tom Cruise now. Like, you well, know, they have, like, they probably have a ton of dirt. Oh, man. It's like, uh, I mean, I, I, it's admirable that he wants to go see his daughter, but, you know, all, uh, if Scientology release all those, uh, all those auditing sessions, you know, the, the, Tom, Tom Cruise is done. So like, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, per, uh, like personally, like in his personal life, yeah, he'd be like crushed. Movies wise, I mean, the Mummy movie just pretty much like almost ruined his career. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think the icing on the cake is going to be when uh, you know, I, I, you know, Scientology, uh, the you know, Scientologists are quite that are quite vengeful about people who leave their who leave mm -hmm. their faith, and I kind of thinking they're probably going to want to get back at Tom Cruise to after what they've done. After after what he's done anyway from leaving the religion sure. and you know dumping them sure. for you know you know, dumping him for their for his daughter God forbid it's like you know he's like oh you know he's like oh what's more important than your own flesh and blood it's like well uh, your flesh and blood it's like you know it's just it's uh, oh my goodness anyway uh, ten out of ten uh, for our review of uh, Woody Woodpecker's uh, trailer so hey thanks everybody uh, so Alvin and the Smurfs uh, live action was not bad enough this movie takes the cake. Uh, I pre-ordered this two weeks ago, and it comes out in two days. Why? Why did you pre-order it if it's gonna suck? Oh my god. Uh, okay. Uh, he he probably has a death wish, and if you do, good luck. Let us know how the movie is, and who knows? Maybe eventually we'll have to like look at clips or something so we can just question on why are you know what are we doing with our lives? Yeah, my goodness, and. Uh, um, yeah, I have no interest in this movie, but I'm glad it's uh, the attraction is being replaced uh, with a Nintendo attraction at uh, Universal Orlando. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a thing. Uh, Nintendo is like open attractions now at uh, Universal Park. So uh, that. Yeah, work. exactly. Which is going to be crazy, to be quite honest, because, um, yeah, Woody Woodpecker has been around for like over. Let's see, it's been around since the '40s. So yeah, you have like over 60 years of history with Woody Woodpecker and now you know with this crappy DVD that's coming out in a couple of days and the fact that you know the attractions of Woody Woodpecker are going to be replaced with Nintendo characters 
oh man it's not looking good so mm. good job universal for you know taking a beloved franchise that's been around for over 60 years and just basically just running it into the ground walter lance is rolling in his grave yeah and on the very sad and uh, very unfortunate note, we end the show. So uh, uh, thanks very much for checking us out, everybody. Uh, if you want to check us out on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Arrow Show. Uh, Twitter is at Arrow Show. Uh, Tumblr is arrowmeta.tumblr.com and uh, youtube.com forward slash Arrow Show. Uh, if you want to find us on the podcast feed, it's iTunes, Player FM, Stitcher, and all the other podcast places as well. So uh, definitely check us out for that. But uh, from myself and also from Patricia, uh, thanks very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Take care from everybody. Uh, Thank you very much for checking us out. Take care. Bye for now. See you later.